here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Hello and welcome to the Gambling with Gold powered by Champions Round. This is episode five of Gambling with Gold, previewing the NFC East. Enjoy. Welcome back to Gambling with Gold. I'm your host, Jason Gold, and once again, I am joined by the Action Network's Dan Titus. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. As you can see, rocking the Eagles hat, so I'm ready to get into some NFC talk, man. And congratulations on everything going on in the Champions Round. A lot of success there. Check out the app. It's awesome. Just released a new some new products, so really excited what you guys have in have in store for this season. Appreciate that. Yeah, we have some really cool products. We have uh, three new ones that you can play for cash right now. One of them is called Cap Ten. One of them is called Boost Ball, which you play. You pick one player every week to boost their score two times. That one's actually a lot of fun. You get three hundred and fifty dollars to build your roster with. The last one we have Seven Stakes, which is our little gambling game. That one's going to be for cash. We'll be doing some cool brand partnerships along the way. So stay tuned. Download the app if you haven't. Uh, and thanks for mentioning that, Dan. This week, we got all sorts of NFC bets. Now, you guys know how we felt about the AFC. Go back and listen to those four pods on Spotify. Uh, but the NFC is real interesting, real juicy. I feel, feel like we uh, can make some money here. Why don't we jump right into it? And off the top, we will start with your team in the NFC East. Uh, I'll give you the odds before we get into where we think the Eagles might land here. Uh Dallas plus 140, Washington plus 155, Giants plus 275, Philly plus 525 coming in last place here. Over-unders, Dallas at nine, Washington eight and a half, Giants seven and a half, Philly six and a half. Super Bowl odds, Dallas plus 2,300, Washington 3,500, Giants 5,500, and the Eagles at 7,000. So the odds makers would tell you and people in Vegas would tell you that Dallas is the favorite here, but... If you know anything about gambling, we always know that the Cowboys are heavily juiced up because they're America's team, just like the Packers are and the Steelers are traditionally. So do we buy into the hype that Dallas is going to be the best team in the NFC East, or are you looking for another team, one of the other three teams, to uh, maybe place a bet on? Yeah, if I'm going to place a bet, you know, this is a really – it's the NFC East is, is, is tough because none of these teams in this division are projected to win at least 10 games. Only division in football that's like that. Um, and when you look at their history over the last 17 years, no team in the NFC East has ever repeated as divisional champs. So if history repeats itself, that already knocks out the Washington Reds, the Washington football team, excuse me, which was going to be my favorite for this division. If it not being been for the Dallas Cowboys. And as much as I hate the Cowboys repping my Philly squad here, I got to expect them to be the favorite here, and rightfully so. You know, they're picked at the division at plus 130. I grabbed that. You know, I think that that's probably the safest bet, just given the offensive talent that's on the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington Red, the Washington football team. I'm going to keep doing that. The Washington football team has the best defense in the division, but I don't know that they're going to be able to uh, keep up with the firepower of the, the Dallas Cowboys if Dak Prescott is indeed uh, healthy healthy enough to win. You know, we saw how good this offensive could have been. And honestly, I don't know if I'm a true believer in, in Mike McCarthy. So gun to my head, I'm taking Dallas Cowboys, but I'm actually not going to place a bet on 
that the divisional winner just because I think that this division is awful. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the Giants came out of the woodworks. But actually, now that I'm saying it, I, I think I'm going to take my bet is going to be the Giants under seven wins. Uh, that is at plus 110. But even to go further than that, if you want better odds, if you really think the Giants are going to be awful like I do, because I don't believe in their offensive line, their coaching staff and the talent that they have around Daniel Jones, I have them finishing last in the division at plus 185. So a bit more value there. Um, a little bit more EV because I'm going to have them finishing last in the division anyway. So might as well just take the under on their seven wins as well. Eagles, I like them over seven and a half, though. I think that they'll end up finishing around an eight and nine team, you know, and that that's probably the, the highest expectation I can give them ceiling wise. So my projections have Dallas at 8.92. So right around the nine. And I'm going to skip Washington for a second because I'm going to, I'm going to come back to this point. I have the Giants at 7.78. I actually like the under there too. I think their defense is actually going to be really surprisingly good, but I do not believe in Daniel Jones or any offensive piece. I think their offensive line is a lot of uh, garbage and they're going to have issues scoring. I don't know what the deal with Saquon is. It looks like maybe he's not going to play week one. We know how the Saquon train goes when he's rolling. It's bad. So I I have concerns about everything that happens with the Giants uh, offense. Philly, I'm a little higher on. I have their projection at 7.98. I like the over-under. So you said 7.5. I have a 6.5 on the board right now that's juicy Ooh, over. I'll take that. that. Yeah, I'll take that one. Uh, I probably won't play their divisional odds. I don't think it's going to be that good, but I am higher on Hurts than a lot of people right now, and I think that the defense still has some pieces that will be okay. And I actually like Sirianni, I think, more than the market does. So I will go over on Philly. Now, my projection for Washington – because I think that they have one of the top three defenses, and I think that Fitzpatrick raises their floor on offense so high, I have their projections at eleven point one seven wins, which is the wow. second high, the second highest I have in the NFC. Uh, actually, all the way through, no, third highest. Sorry, behind Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Um, so I, I think a lot of things here. Washington's defense is elite. They have players all over the field. Rivera's a good coach. I think that the offensive coordinator, that now that he doesn't have to cycle through uh, three different quarterbacks who stink, uh, I think it's going to be just a lot more stable. Right. I think Fitz, Fitzpatrick is going to be a grown-up. Uh, I think that the turnovers the, – the issue with Washington is if Fitzpatrick turns into a turnover monster again. Uh, we haven't seen that in a couple of years, but he's definitely a little bit more aggressive than I think Rivera likes to be. Uh, right. But they have, they have playmakers. They have a good offensive line. They're just, like, very stable – and in this sort of division, like there's a good chance that they end up going five and one, and then they only have to go, you know, five hundred the rest of the way out against the rest of their their schedule, and they're at eleven wins, ten or eleven wins. So I think that I'm playing Washington across the board. I think the over eight and a half for me is probably one of my best bets of the season in terms of you know this these sorts of bets. Uh, I have a Super Bowl bet on them at sixty to one that I made in June. Uh, I don't think it's likely that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm hoping they get to the playoffs and then I can hedge out of it. Sure. And I def I definitely think that I'm taking Washington plus 155 uh, to win the division. That being said, Dallas and Washington both being at around that 140 to 150 range, I think it's highly likely that one of the two of them wins this. So right. much so that I would rather I just put a hundred dollars on both, and you you risk 200, you're going to win 55. So it's like not super plus EV, but I think that you're right. going to make money regardless there. Right. Uh, so that that would kind of be my suggestion of where to go here if you're betting the NFC East. 
Yeah, one other thing to add, I took a future on uh, Washington to win the division as well as San Francisco, and we'll get to the NFC West later, but got that at eight to one. So, at, you know, at plus 800, I think that that's pretty good. If you think that the, the Washington team, Washington football team is going to end up as a divisional champ, you can hedge that with another play, you know, whether that be whoever else you think is going to win a division. I like the favorites, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, great team to parlay with if you wanted to do that. Um, and wanted to throw out, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. There's still some really good value out for his rushing prop. I grabbed it at 574, took the over on that. It's now up to 655 on I've seen on DraftKings. I mean, I think he can still get that. I would still play that number at, at 655. I still think that that's too low. Over 17 games, I'm projecting him over 700 rushing yards. So, you know, he, he rushed for almost 200. He rushed for 272 in four starts last year. So extrapolate that over the course of the season. And just given how, you know, bad the the Eagles offensive line, it's not great. You know, they, they've had a couple injuries and a couple aging players. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to see Hurt scrambling early and often all season long. So this is one prop I really like. So I actually really like this one too. I haven't bet it yet, but maybe I will now that you mention it. Uh, on the Champions Round app, we have a section called blog or research. Uh, so go in there and you can check out our latest article, which is going to be on the Eagles fantasy or season preview. Uh, and I so I did the projections on Jalen Hurts recently, I think two nights ago, and I have him at like 761 rushing yards for the season. Uh, I think that anything under okay. 700, I would be pretty okay with betting at this point. Right. Uh, totally I, actually, <clears throat> I actually just took him in the ninth round of my home fantasy league. Uh, I was pretty stoked about it. Although I am a little nah, concerned you. about him getting injured and I backed him up with fields. So nice. we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely into Hurts. And I actually think that if you want to bet on someone having a breakout and winning an MVP out of nowhere, I think that Hurts is probably the bet that you want to make. I'm not exactly sure what the odds are. I don't have those in front of me right now. But I would take Hurts to win MVP. Like It's definitely within his range of outcomes this season to just blow up. Now, he could also be benched after week four and Minshew could be playing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, the, that's, the that's the only thing. Yeah, that kind of screws it up. That Minshew play was out of nowhere and pretty savvy. You know, the, the Jags' previous uh, man, general manager is now in the Philly organization. So not surprised that they made that move just in case – as an insurance policy hedge against Hertz being awful, they can go into next season with a draft pick, high draft pick, and then also having a decent uh, backup in, in Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I was actually surprised that a lot of teams didn't go after Minshew, especially when we're talking about Dallas. Like Dallas's backup quarterback situation may be the worst in the league. Now, maybe they go out and sign Cam Newton, but it's just I, I would I think I'd rather have Minshew right now with the way that the arm looks versus what Cam is right now. Although yeah. the rushing floor, the the rushing floor for Cam does provide some value, but it so it doesn't go with whatever yeah. Dallas does on offense. So I would rather right. have Minshew. So I see Jalen Hurts seventy five to one to win MVP right now. Absolutely, you want to place it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's live a little. Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. That sounds that sounds like something I'm going to do as soon as this podcast is over. So Hurts uh, for MVP, and I actually think if we're talking about MVP odds within the NFC East. I love Dak for MVP also. I, I'm sure he's somewhere around 12, 14 to 1 right now. Uh, anything less than 10 to 1, I probably wouldn't play it. But I think there's a chance that Dak has like 5,500 yards and 45 touchdowns and just balls out. Uh, so I, I don't hate the MVP odds there. Let me see. Not seeing Dak listed right now. Uh, but yeah, we can we can check on that later. 
All right, no worries. It might be because of the shoulder injury they're afraid to list that's, him that's right what now. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Oh wait, never mind. He's seven. He's seventeen to one. Seventeen to one. All right, great odds. I'll take that too. So I'm I'm making Hertz <laughs> and Hertz and Dak plays after this. It's going directly against the fact that I think that Washington's going to blow everybody out. Of <laughs> right. <game>, so <laughs> maybe I'm hedging my bets. Who cares? He can still throw for five five thousand yards and like forty touchdowns. Right. That's what you're. That's what you're banking on there. Exactly. All right. I think that does it for the NFC East. We have all of our bets here.